You're listening to the What's Happening with Stage Lighting podcast with David Henry. He'll be giving you tips, tricks, ideas, news on new gear, and most importantly, help you make great lighting. Welcome to episode 1004 of What's Happening in Stage Lighting. In this episode, we'll be talking about lighting when your stage has no depth. We'll be talking about the use of wash lights to make your stage look deeper. You can use some bar style wash lights like the Chauvet Color Band or Eliminator Light and Frost Effects in conjunction with the new Flex Stands. We'll also tell you how to spread your lights to make your stage look bigger. friends welcome welcome back to the show how are you doing today i hope you're doing well hey today guys i want to talk about uh, lighting when your stage has no depth and actually i've kind of got two things on my mind uh, on my other screen i'm watching uh, the uh, ups uh, truck tracker i don't know if you if you guys have this in your area or not honestly where i used to live um it used to work and then i don't know i wonder if the driver broke it or something so people didn't watch him <laughs> Isn't that terrible? But seriously, uh, but but in my new address, uh, we have it again, and uh, and it's always fun to watch these trackers. You know, when you see packages coming to your house that you're excited about, and one that I'm excited about today that's coming is something you're going to see in videos, if uh, not already, by the time this comes out. And something I've been excited about for a while, and it is the Chave Flex Stand. Just bought a couple of these. Well. I say that it was uh, back ordered a lot. It's 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 one of those items that over the past year um, has gone in and out of uh, in and out of inventory a lot. So sometimes it's an order. Some sometimes it's an order. Sometimes it's in stock. Sometimes it's not. Um, but the the Chauvet Flex stand, man. I mean, they just this thing just kicks butt. Okay, so. I don't know if you guys are familiar with, and this really applies to today's topic, which is lighting when your stage has no depth. So like, so like, say you've got a a stage that's like eight feet deep by like 40 feet wide. Okay. Like these happen. Okay. Or 12 feet deep or something, you know, there's no way you're putting up like crank stands or truss or, or even regular lighting stands behind the band. Like there's just no way that that's going to happen. Right. Uh, maybe in the very corner, but like that typical backlight look that, you know, you see in like every show um, where you've got a truss of lights or stands with lights behind the band, like that's not going to happen here. Okay. Uh, and the front's going to be tough too. And, and really everything's going to be tough when it's so tight. Okay. And so uh, what we want to talk about today is lighting when your stage has absolutely no depth to it. And uh, this flex stand, these guys that are coming to me uh, here, are just like such a great option. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with the the uh, what's called a pipe and base in theatrical lighting. But basically, a pipe and base is, and you can look this up, like if you just do like a Google search for like Alt, Altman, A-L-T-M-A-N, uh, pipe base. They're a theatrical company. They've been making these things forever. You can go out there for... 400 bucks? Yeah, for 400 bucks, and you get the standard Altman pipe base shipped to you. Okay, uh, 50 pounds, and then you go to the hardware store maybe, 
or uh, you can go somewhere else and and you can get a pipe that is a schedule 40 uh, water pipe for uh, steel pipe black and uh, one and a half inch uh, and you can thread that into this pipe base and now you have a place that you can put lights on a stage that's not all that deep or there, there's so many uses for these things um, I've always loved pipe and bases used them a lot in my career and you know I mean okay so they are a 50 pound base right um, the flex stand is is less than that um, Let's see this. Yeah, the flex stand in total only weighs 44 pounds and it has handles. So the things that that aren't great about the traditional pipe and base, just to kind of go on a tangent with you here at the start of this, is that uh, one, it's a 50 pound base. OK, it's stinking heavy. Uh, the positive, though, is that you can set up a base with a fairly tall, you know, 10, 12 foot pipe on it and put a couple lights at the top, like some ellipsoidals or, or a handful of pars and not need any more weight on that base to make it safe, right? And it's a lot less obtrusive than a tripod stand or something like that. And it looks a lot nicer. It's just cleaner looking, so you use them a lot in corporate shows. Um, but they're heavy, right? Um, they don't have handles. They can scratch nice floors. Um, what else? <laughs> need I say more? No. Um, so the, the flex stand is just like a really cool... Um, way to improve upon that where you get a base it has rubber feet on it it has handles it's square instead of round um which i don't know if that matters that much uh and it has a extend a pole on it so uh, these extension poles mean that that it can be shorter uh, i believe it's around five feet yeah just under five feet or it can go up to eight feet um and, and you can even do it without tools which is great um so Big fan of these guys, really excited for the ones that are coming. And, and that really segues right into today's show, which is thinking all about those uh, stages where you have no depth, where, you know, eight foot by 40 foot, what do you do, right? Because a traditional stage lighting rig for any type of music or anything like that has lights behind the stage, has lights in front of the stage, and sometimes lights over the stage. And so if the stage is really, really not deep, uh, super, super uh, lack of depth, then, then what are you going to do, right? You can't put lights behind the stage. Well, I got a couple tips for you today. Uh, so the first thing is I would condense down that front light to take up as little space as possible. Okay, stands like these flex stands, man, these things are awesome. And uh, you can take those guys and literally you know, set them at the front corner of the stage, okay? Get them as close to the front corner as you can. And, you know, a traditional lighting type stand, uh, like a, it's like a speaker stand, but with a T-bar at the top. When you turn that T-bar kind of on a diagonal uh, horizontally so that you can point your lights around the stage, all of a sudden you take up a decent amount of depth on stage just with that T-bar, Okay. So just doing a vertical pipe like these flex stands, clamping your lights onto it, and then you can focus those as front lights can be a great option. Um, is it the perfect, most beautiful front light ever? No, 
Would I prefer having a front truss at that perfect 45 degree angle? Yes. And if you can get that, uh, you know, a front truss that's out across the whole stage or a pipe, you know, if it's a permanent installation and then each light is about 45 degrees up from the people on stage, you know, that's the way to go. But you can't always do that. Okay. Uh, which means uh, sometimes you're going to have tripod stands at the front corners or in the case here where you don't have a lot of depth, it makes a lot of sense to go ahead and um, and just use something like these these flex stands, which are an awesome product. Sometimes a truss upright in a in a bigger scenario or a more when you're working with production companies, they may do a truss upright at the front of the stage, right? Uh, so that you know you can get the most out of it. Okay, um, and so you know that's that's a really good recommendation there. Next thing. Um, we talk about backlight, right? We said, okay, so we're not going to have a, a truss of lights behind the stage, but, 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 but I bet there's somewhere that you could sneak a few upright, either sticks of truss, or like I said, these flex stands, because their amount of space that they take up is the amount of space the pipe takes, right? And the lights in front of it. So we're talking, you know, maybe a foot wide. Right. Because the base you can you can put things over top of, you know, people can be in that space, not, you know, necessarily standing on the base or, or putting anything on it. But you could you could, you know, have an amp on top of that base. You could have someone's elbow extending into that space, etc. Right. So I would then uh, if I don't have a lot of depth and I'm trying to light music, which is a lot of what we light, um, or maybe it's not music. Maybe it's just a single backlight at the top of the pipe. I would I would run, you know, four of those across the back of the stage because maybe, you know, yeah, there's not going to be as much room in front of them, but, but you stick it in a pocket, right? So like either side of the drummer, back corners of the stage, you know, take a, a nice upright like that and, and put some lights on it. You know, uh, like all of these podcasts that we're doing here where we're talking about these different lighting situations that are not the easiest uh, to figure out you um, the best thing to do what kind of lights you know should you get for these kinds of spaces is uh, you definitely want to go and try to get the most bang for your buck in the sense that if you're gonna set up a light you want it to be able to do a good bit right you want it to be able to have multiple functions so I would try to make as many of your lights color mixing uh, versus uh, having uh, colors that you pick and uh, on a color wheel. That's what they call those things, a color wheel. How long have I been doing this? Um, and, and, then, um, and then I would go ahead and probably do more wash fixtures than anything. Uh, I tell you, a good beam fixture, I mean, this, never mind, this isn't for small stages, but the, the Elation Darts 360, we love those things here because it's a beam fixture that color mixes, so it can kind of do things that look like spots, kind of. It can do beam things, it can do wash-like things, and it can color mix, which is really stinking awesome. Okay, so what does one do? What does one do when they have no depth? What are, what are some other good ideas? Let's let's throw them out there. I know it sounds like I'm talking to multiple people here. I'm just talking to myself here. Another great way to look at uh, when a stage has no depth is to uh, think about using fixtures uh, that really can cover a lot of space visually without being really large. What do I mean by that? 
Well, if you think about like a typical moving head spot, like they're pretty tall in comparison to to a, you know, say a strip light, right? Um, so I think of like a good effects light that you could use behind a band or on the sides or the back corners would be something like the Chauvet Color Band Pixam or the uh, Eliminator. This one's a good one. It's the uh, Frost Effects Bar. There's a white one and there's a, a full color one. And these basically, the, the Eliminator ones are basically like a two-in-one where you have uh, control of a lens of colored lights. And then you have control of the LEDs that actually shoot out and can be like a blinder. And the ones that shoot out can be either, the, there's a white version, which is a little cheaper, or a full RGB version. Um, and, and that's a pretty cool one. The uh, Color Band Pix M from Chauvet I really like too. Just because you can take that one and say like, okay, you need to light the backdrop, the space behind the band, maybe during parts of the show, but not others during the event. And you don't have space because you don't have depth. There's no space to put them on the ground across the back to light up the backdrop uh, because that's like the traditional way to do it. And it, you know, tends to look pretty good. Okay, but if you can't do that, then your next best thing to do would be to take and line up, you know, two of these poles on the sides of the rear of the stage, so the rear corners of the stage. And then uh, because they're a moving tilting type strip light bar, you can fire them sideways at the backdrop. Actually makes a really cool effect because it can kind of almost make the backdrop look 3D because it's more lit on the edges and less in the center, kind of like a, almost like it's curved, um, whether it's just a wall or a curtain or whatever it is. And, uh, but the, the reason why we like the color band picks M's is because they have tilt on them. And so because of that, uh, those fixtures can, uh, be, you could make them just on the back wall. You could really do kind of cool chases with the movement on the back wall. You've got, pixel control of each light so if if the console you have is capable you can run cool chases and stuff across that back wall and of course a cool chase on the tilt which just a, a small chase on the tilt when when something's lighting a wall kind of makes it look like it's moving almost like water's moving you know and uh but then a more active chase a, a larger chase on the tilt would then look like um, it would, you know, go out and backlight and maybe be a blinder and then go back and, and hit the wall. And, and that could be really cool. Um, so the biggest thing, just to kind of wrap this tidbit up for now, is that when you are in the smallest of venues, you definitely want to look for a light that has the most capabilities to it. Like, this is not the place where I'd go, oh, get yourself some pars and then get yourself some DJ fixtures because they can be a cool effect and then get yourself some spots that move. You know, this is not the place for that. This is the place where when you do get a light, and this could be a really small stage and a small scale production, or it could be a really large scale production just with a, a small stage. And in which case you go, okay, what's the, the light that I can get that can do the most? Because I only have a little bit of space. So if I'm going to put a light there, I want to get the light that can do the most amount of, of different things. And we like, for the most part, to make lights that with color mixing in, in setups like this. Because if you only have one light and you want to make a smooth transition in color, uh, you're going to need color mixing, right? 
Uh, other than that, guys, um, you know, uh, another great option actually that I'm looking at, oh my goodness, they're right here in my office, is pixel strips. I did a video a while ago called uh, What Are Pixel Strip Systems? Really talks about kind of the things to, to look for with these because sometimes they seem like, oh, a really inexpensive strip light. This will be great. And if you don't count up all the pieces and parts, and especially some of these manufacturers have uh, some real limitations built into these things, depending on how you drive them, whereas others uh, don't. And But these they're really cool because, again, just like using a strip light like the Chauvet Pix-Ms or the Eliminator Frost Effects bars, um, they're the kind of item that you can set behind a band maybe using some flex stands, maybe put some horizontal pipes between them to get some different hanging positions. And all in all, the amount of depth that these lights take is like, you know, four inches, something like that. And so you, you add that up and you're like, oh, I can find space for that. You know, I might not be able to put a full moving head of wash behind that's going to take up a foot of space, but taking this light on a pipe that's really only like four inches, you know, that we can get away get away with, right? And it's not moving, so if somebody bumps into it accidentally, it's not going to hurt them or hurt the light. Um, and so now, you know, you go, oh, okay, now, now we're going to be in business. So I hope that helps you guys. hope that helps you today to kind of think of some new ways to uh, just work with these smaller stages because sometimes people go, oh, man, no backdrop, what you know, no or no depth. Sorry, you know, what am I going to do with this space? And I would say there's always stuff you can do. It just, it you definitely want to think out the box and and have a good plan in ahead of time. And I hope this podcast has helped you to do so. If it has, hey, hop over to iTunes, and give us a big five star review uh, if you think this podcast is five stars, or you know, less if you think it's less. We would really appreciate that. And I hope you have a really great day. We'll be doing more of these. I uh, can't wait for next week's. So stay tuned for that. We'll see you guys soon. And uh, if you are new here, we're learning stage lighting. We're here to help you uh, with your lighting, whether that's through our courses, our free videos, or learn stage lighting gear. We know that if you work with lights, eventually uh, you, the organization you work with, or anybody like that is going to need to purchase some lights. And you know, you got to do it somewhere. And sure, there's people that send you candy, but we would love to be, instead of sending you candy, be the most helpful people we possibly could in your purchase, help you uh, really dial down exactly what you need so that you're not wasting your money and you get the right lights the first time. We would love to be your help. So LearnStageLightingGear.com. We got a contact form if you got questions about anything. And uh, you can be like, oh yeah, I'm looking for a light to do this. Just pop that in that old contact form. We'll get right back to you. Um, and, and we'll help you out. We, we would love to and uh, love to be the place where you get your lights. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have a great day. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the What's Happening in Stage Lighting podcast. If you're interested in purchasing any gear, please visit our stage lighting store at learnstagelightinggear.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please listen to our other episodes on Apple, Spotify, or Google podcast platforms. Don't forget to grab our free beginner's guide to stage lighting on learnstagelighting.com. Learn Stage Lighting, helping you create great lighting. <laughs>